about you but the more i hear that theme song the more i really really like it (laughs) it's a banger man it's a fucking banger but anyways everybody welcome back to the most bizarre inquiry show on patreon where we start with a listener question and then let our minds wander i am the one that they call shane alongside me over here i have just orn just orn what what were we calling you on the last show born born orn born orn orn. So, uh, you guys, you know, most bizarre show on Patreon, but it can only be bizarre if you guys submit questions for us to inquire about. So, whatever you want us to talk about, it can be something serious, can be something jokey, can be something even not paranormal related. Just shoot it our way, and we'll talk about it. And tonight's bizarre inquiry comes courtesy of our very own Shane Squatch. So, Mr. Jones, take it away. Hey, man, you had one already, so I figured I had to throw one in. We, of course, have the listener ones mixed in, but we both got to throw in our inquiries that we ponder on a regular basis. So this is one that I seem to rotate back to more frequently than I'd like to admit, but almost everything in my mind seems to link back to this. So I wanted to get your opinion on it. I wanted to openly discuss it for the show because I thought it would be a lot of fun. But uh, tonight's inquiry is, how likely do you think it is that we are living in some sort of a simulation? And I'll let you be the first one to take it away and answer that question. So, you know, this is a topic that Jenny's terrified of. <laughs> That's anytime why I had to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, anytime simulation theory comes up, she just freaks the fuck out. So I think it's funny that we're talking about this. She's just funny. zeros and ones. She's a, she's a, yeah. she's a bunch of zeros and ones. <laughs> but anyway, so I think I've probably kind of mentioned this, you know, around the show and stuff, but I think this is like the one thing that would surprise me at this point. Like if something came out tomorrow and the world is flat, Oh, okay. Like simulation theory is the one thing at this point that I think would legitimately surprise me if it was the case. And, you know, I know a lot of people way smarter than me, at least entertain the possibility of this being a thing. But I, I just keep going back to how mundane our fucking lives are and who is programming in. You have to pay your property tax and you have to get your car inspected. Like, I feel sorry for the motherfucker who's having to program this stuff if it is <laughs> a simulation. Like, that's even worse than dealing with it, in my opinion. But I don't know. Uh, we'll, I'll let you have the floor so we can discuss back and forth. But um, I don't totally rule it out but like i said this is the one thing that would surprise me see i mean the whole idea with the simulation concept would be that maybe there is multiple simulations all happening simultaneously and the intention is to figure out possibly which one works the best or maybe it's maybe it's an answer that isn't even like within our comprehension that we could even answer on why the simulation is happening in the first place 
But as far as like a lot of weird phenomenon, I mean, it could it could completely theoretically explain it. Like you talk about ghosts, for example, and they could be glitches in the system that are maybe different time periods because maybe time isn't necessarily linear. So there's just a glitch of something that's happened in that same spot or all of these different creatures that we see, the UFOs, all of that could be something that's outside of the system that chooses a playable character to come into the system and interact just for fun. Almost like just getting dropped in the middle of GTA, going on a rampage and then disappearing because they're done playing the game. Like for me, at least when I relate back to everything, it seems like, Again, it could go into like the simulation concept. And I mean, at the root of it, it could just be for the sake of doing it. You know, like if humans had the ability, I mean, shit, we do with like VR and everything. If we have the ability to create something, that doesn't necessarily mean that it has a full on purpose. A lot of the time we just do yeah. something just for the sake of doing it. So, I mean, that could be the same outside. It's just out of curiosity about like just for the sake of doing it. Or again, you're running multiple simulations to possibly see like, which reality functions the best or which one is going to develop something that you'd be able to use in your reality. Like so if you have beta testing something, exactly almost. like a beta test or something, or just to even simply see which one's going to advance. It could be almost like a, like a betting game to be like, which reality is going to figure out that they're in a simulation before the others. And they just, you have a bunch of intergalactic beings just betting on this shit. And they're like, Kinda I think like the movie, uh, cabin in the woods. Almost. Yeah. Like they're just betting on it. Like this one's yeah. going to figure it out first. <laughs> well, and if I, I understand a lot of people's kind of thoughts and theories about this. Basically the idea and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's okay. If we're going to extrapolate our own human experiences and within our lifetime, you know, we had the super Nintendo and now we've got video games that are indistinguishable from real life. If we extrapolate that by thousands or millions of years, it's theoretically possible that these entities could create this type of simulation that we're all living in. And I, I kind of see the value in that thought, but, and maybe this is just me being closed minded, but I almost wonder if another explanation for a lot of this stuff couldn't be, I mean, time just works very differently than we as humans understand it. We know this, we know time is not linear. We know time does not progress as we try to square peg and round hole it. So I wonder if a lot of these kind of simulation things could be boiled down to, there's just a whole lot of things going on that we one don't understand. And two, our human minds can't comprehend. I mean, even just the fact of something being eternal is completely un uncomprehendable by humans standard of comprehension so i mean like we're looking at stuff like it has to progress it has to have a start it has to have a finish within our reality but it doesn't mean that the thing outside of our reality that created it has any sort of time concept whatsoever they could just be eternal and have always existed and again are just trying to run these short form experiments for the sake of doing it and I mean, like, our time could move significantly faster than outside of this thing, or even in other reality simulations, time could move completely differently. And maybe the intention, too, is to see that, like, maybe if we speed up time, do do beings try and tend to try to figure stuff out faster because they feel like time's going by faster? Or if we slow stuff down, you know, and maybe that, that maybe that's even part of it, too, is that when you talk about, like, UFO phenomenon, for example, and the fact that everything can just be frozen, Maybe those are the things that are controlling or outside the simulation and they're able to almost just like pause the game, pop in, 
do some stuff, speculator mode, and then just pop back out because they can completely control what is happening within this reality because it's almost like, you know, imagine that we create a reality inside of our reality, which we've kind of done, but you end up creating artificial intelligence that ends up becoming really sentient. With like the Apple, whatever the fuck it is that's going on right now, like the, the goggles or whatever. I mean, who's to say that hasn't happened multiple time, multiple times within time? Because we talk about how we believe that like humans could have been a lot more advanced and then had to restart multiple times. Maybe when there was these giant catastrophes that were happening, they were like, all right, we're forced to live underground because the surface is not safe. So if we create a reality that we can all be in underground, then it's almost like we get to be on the surface. So like for all we know, you know, maybe like none of us are necessarily physical, but we're only physical inside of this simulated reality, but we're actually like the mind thought of something else that's outside of it. And then you get into that whole like universal consciousness hive mind factor that maybe there only is one thing in this reality that's conscious and every single other person, every other thing that you interact with is actually some form of artificial intelligence that's become sentient to the point where they aren't aware that they're an artificial intelligence. So I have two thoughts. Um, the first one is a bit of a tangent, but it just popped into my mind. And then I'm going to circle back around to something more uh, akin to what we're talking about. So I'm currently, actually, I finished it yesterday. I'm reading this book. And it's talking about kind of like the occult and magical undertones of like the U.S. political system. And the guy who wrote this book, uh, his name's escaping me right now, but he basically says how other cultures and prior to basically the Europeanized way of thinking and that mindset, like cultures used to look at things in cycles. And we're just so much hell bent on we look at things as constant progress and you know progress always wins progress always wins and we as humans in this current system when something throws a monkey wrench in that system we freak the fuck out because we're so accustomed to things have to exponentially just progress and that's a in the scheme of things a relatively new idea where and this even gets back to like my and calendar type stuff where no things run in cycles. So anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. It popped into my head when you were talking. But uh so this is my point that I think is more interconnected. The thing that's funny about simulation theory to me is a lot of people want to shit all over religion and intelligent design and all that kind of thing aren't we kind of splitting hairs at this point? Are, are we creations in a simulation or are we intelligently designed creations either by extraterrestrials or whatever entity you want to put it on? I think that's an interesting kind of conundrum in this whole thing. Like it takes a lot of mental gymnastics for people to be like, you know, shitting all over one thing and then, but simulation theory could be true. You know, I just want to throw this out there because it connects in with a lot of the religion stuff that there could be undertones to it being a simulated reality within religion, because you have the idea that they talked about in the beginning of the Bible, that there was just void nothingness. And then God came and started creating things. So boom, the creator in just a blank computer program 
canvas. And then he starts creating life, starts creating the map. Almost imagine it almost like playing like Minecraft or something, you know? That's language. You know, it gets back to language. And then you even have the concept too where, you know, you have have the flat earthers and you have the globe earthers. And this is a concept I've thrown a few times that when when you first build a map, you know, you only need this much space. And then as you're as you continue building onto your map, that's when it needs to become expanded. So usually a lot of the flat earth stuff kind of goes back to like biblical um, ideas, talking about like the firmament, talking about just this is the earth. Maybe at one point, maybe maybe both sides are right. You know what I mean? Like maybe at one point it was a flat this is the end of the map. This is all we need. But then as they kept building on, it kept expanding. And then that's when you have the universe that got built and you have this and you have this and that the shape of everything changed over time as the map needed to be expanded. And then it gets into the whole concept that I've thrown a few times that you talk about all these distant planets and imagine it like uh, playing Grand Theft Auto that you can sit on top of a building and look across the map with a sniper rifle, but stuff doesn't render until you're actually there. So, I mean, you could be looking at something across the map, such as another planet, but it doesn't actually render until you actually go to that side of the map. You're just looking at basically like pixels off in the distance at that point. I think that's a really good point because it's ironic to me how similar the, um, if we get canceled, we get canceled. The flat earthers are, and the simulation theory people are, but they're like in in one regard they're on like total opposite ends of the spectrum, but they're kind of talking about the same thing in a way. You know, it's a lot of the points are the same, and you know, I was raised very Christian. I went to church camp. You know, we went to church every Sunday, and I'm the least religious I've ever been right now, but. As a historical document, I think I believe the Bible more now than I ever did. You know, it's just what frame of reference you want to look at these things through. I mean, I'm with you on that one. I grew up in a very, like, Christian house, and because of that, I kind of rejected a lot of the views. But as I've gotten more into this Fordian, off-the-wall, bizarre type of research, now it's like I actually consider the Bible a lot more than I did before looking at it from the perspective of the words aren't as literal as they are written on the page, but rather again, like we always talk about in the show, it's a matter of perspective and people trying to describe stuff through language. And that's, that's the only frame of reference they have. And I'm glad that I came full circle to that one too. Cause like I was saying earlier before we started the show, I've been digging into Edadorpa, which is something I'm going to end up doing an episode on, but there's this whole chapter that basically I'll get into it later on. We do an episode for Bizarre Inquiries, but there's this being that's describing to the main character, the man, that humans are held back by the concept of language because he says, how are you able to describe something that's indescribable when you only have the construct of language to describe it? And you can only build words off of old words because if you create new words, then they're just mush. They don't mean anything to anybody. There's already a set language and everything else is expired from a previous words within that language. So basically people are confined to never being able to communicate properly as long as we are using an actual like, like language rather than like telepathically communicating with each other because people are just trying to fit it or trying to describe undescribable things using a box language to describe it. (laughs) 
Well, and taking that a step further, you know, what do I always say when we talk about like these biblical accounts or these ancient legends or folklore or anything like that? What could these things mean in a real world context? Like when people talk about like Noah's Ark or the Immaculate Conception or things like that, what could these things mean in a real world context? And the one that's always kind of baffled me is the Tower of Babel. Like what could that have actually been? But it ties into these issues of language. If you confuse the language, whatever that means, whatever form that took in real time, it's at least interesting to think about in this context, I think. And I mean, even just making more references into the whole concept of the Bible, too, you have the Book of Enoch, which clearly mm-hmm. makes it states the idea of like dimensions without actually using the word dimensions. So it's like that's where we get the giants and the Nephilim and all that shit. So it's like all of these scientific concepts that we are talking about can fit into text that's been written in the Bible. It's just a totally different way of wording it because they were describing things that they had no understanding of whatsoever at the time. They're just trying their best to describe them within that. But again, most of the stuff within the Bible, if you really start reading between the lines, people can interpret it however they want to, but there is like one, like reference after reference after reference after reference to the possibility that our reality is simulated. And even getting into our DMT episode that we recently mentioned, and even like the burning bush represented in the Bible, you could have these potential substances that almost like glitch the simulation and let you see outside of the simulation. And that's where all of these godlike experiences come from, are from people seeing things that they're not necessarily supposed to perceive because it's from... It outside of the simulation, which doesn't make any sense or function properly within your simulated reality because it's it's just the, the dynamics aren't the same whatsoever. So it's in, completely indescribable. <laughs> well, and this is something I, in this one specific instance, am guilty of. But, you know, we talk about whether they're ultra-terrestrials or extraterrestrials or time travelers. We're almost splitting hairs at that point because they're entities, beings from somewhere else, no matter what. And with this whole simulation theory thing, at the end of the day, you know, is this this all-powerful God that has created this? Are these our robot overlords that have created the Matrix? Is this, you know, some experiment by extraterrestrials and we're in a zoo? At the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more than are they from another dimension or another planet? But that's still kind of splitting hairs at the end of the day. Like there's just shit going on that we can't wrap our heads around. And from the beginning of time, we've been trying to come up with mechanisms to understand, like you say in the intro of your other show, our reality and where we play into that and what's actually going on. I mean, maybe there isn't any sort of purpose to it whatsoever. Cause like, imagine the Sims, Like, sometimes people just create a pool with no ladder to get out just for the sake of doing it, you know? And it could just be the same. It could just be for sake of entertainment or for sake of just doing it again because you wanted to do it. But there could also be some fun cues that are left in there. Like, you have some of the stuff that people want to relate to, like, time travelers, you know, like, wrenches that are, like, uh, fossilized. You know, those could be almost, like, Easter eggs within the simulation that are just left there for fun. And the whole concept of like time travel, for example, could theoretically be described, could be explained through simulation because if it's a simulation, you could theoretically go to whatever start point you want yeah. to within the game or within the reality. 
and even getting into like the black, uh, you know, like, uh, like Stargate concept, it could again be, you know, almost like the other variation of putting on like a, like, like a spawning point. You know what I mean? Like you put on the VR helmet if you're outside of the, the organic simulation and then you spawn into your spawn point And that's where these portals are coming from is it's actually, again, just that's where these pe- these things are coming from, from outside of the simulation to be able to interact within the simulation. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, that's basically exactly what we see in video games. And I've never thought about it strictly in those terms, but yeah, what's a portal if not a, a spawning point? So, so what's going to happen one day when video game characters, NPCs, become AIs and then they become self-aware? You know what I mean? And then they're just going about their everyday life and uh, there's just some guy running around with a bazooka and everybody's like, oh shit, like what the fuck is happening right now? And that could be the same thing that we see, man, like fucking Killdozer, you know, that whole thing. Could have just been yeah. <laughs> one of the... I, don't, I just want to see what it would be like to just, you know, play play a game and just destroy half the city just for the sake of doing it. I want to play Rampage in this reality just for fun. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but in a way that would explain, I'm just going to say a lot of the chaos that has been going on recently in the world. It's how people choose to play the game. Cause I know I keep making references to GTA, but like there's one person that plays GTA and they obey all the traffic signs. They stop at everything just for fun, just for the sake of doing it. And then the other side of it, kill hookers. Yep. And then the other side of it just runs around and just destroys everything and acts as chaotic as possible because they know that within that reality, nothing matters because it's not an actual physically existing thing. Yeah. So I haven't watched the matrix in like years. I, uh, you know, I was like nine or 10 when that movie came out and I loved it when I was a kid. Cause you know, all the special effects, but I, I probably need to go back and watch that. Like as an adult with, you know, all this shit we, Talk about, hey, it might hit like it's a documentary now. Who knows? Dude, whoever developed and made that movie, I don't know if it was the first reference to like that archetypal idea, but if it was, maybe somebody was aware of something. Floating around before, they probably just kind of popularized it and packaged it, but. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But on two sides of it, man, like, was it strictly created for entertainment or is it? possible that there was somebody that was aware and they created the movie to see who else would wake up and become aware and if i'm not mistaken a lot of the stuff in the matrix is based off of like eastern religions and whatnot so i mean yeah there could be something to that hey i mean honestly reincarnation isn't that just respawning realistically and you're just picking a different skin (laughs) plugging yourself back into the matrix Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm We're going to need a lot of guns or whatever Neo says. <laughs> Always take the red pill. I don't, I don't care if the steak tastes like it's real. It's not real. I want, I want to get into that real reality or, or maybe not because maybe at that point you wouldn't respawn again. <laughs> and watch out for the lady in the red dress. Ooh. <laughs> and that lamp over there that's starting to digitize that you're staring at. <laughs> so on that note, I think we've uh, kind of, got to a good stopping point on this one. I think this is something we could talk about for hours. So if you guys want us to do a part two on this one, definitely hit us up and, you know, suggest that we uh, talk more about this crazy bullshit. So, and this will definitely be one that gets dropped on YouTube because I definitely think this one is a YouTube worthy one. This will be the first one for the beginning of next month. So this might, yeah, this is is probably going to be one that everybody has access to. So everybody has access to it disregard the Patreon thing in the beginning. Unless you want to get every single episode of the show, then, of course, subscribe to the Patreon and get 
an episode of Bizarre Inquiries every single week. And remember to hop into the Discord and discuss and theorize and throw out y'all's crazy ideas for this topic as well. And with that, I have been the one, the only Shane. And I've been Oren. And guys, I say it on Bizarre Encounters, so I got to make sure I say it on this show too. Keep your bizarre inquiries. Well, I don't want to say keep them yourself. Keep them to us. Give us all your bizarre inquiries because we want to discuss them. And with that, give them to us. Give it to us. And everybody, stay bizarre. Take the red pill or the blue one. I don't remember which one you're supposed to take anymore. <laughs> the red one. The red pill. The red pill. Uh,